0: Foundations.
1: Now the Apostle Paul, this is really interesting, the Apostle Paul, he made this statement in Galatians 6.17, he says, I carry the scars of Jesus on my own body. Now the word for scar there is stigma.
0: Foundations, understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. We're in the middle of our study talking about bond slaves and understanding what doors and ear piercings have to do with us as 21st century believers. But uh, we were talking last time about the piercing particularly and how that uh, was done with an awl into a, a door, which obviously caused blood to be shed. So what does the piercing have to do with this, Mandy?
1: Yeah, this is a really fascinating. The slave who, for the reason of love, decided that he did not want to go free, but he wanted to remain um, a slave voluntarily on a permanent basis, he would be taken to the doorframe of the house. And there, then a m- matsaya, uh, it's something that was used, we would just call it an awl, was used to bore a hole uh, through into the, the doorpost. And the word is only used... In two descriptions in the Bible, um, and it would pierce right through the skin of the earlobe, making the flesh permanently marked. It doesn't say earring here, but I'm I'm guessing that there would be some kind of an earring or. Metal ring or something that would go through That was an mm-hmm. identifying mark yep. Now the Apostle Paul, this is really interesting The Apostle Paul, he made this statement In Galatians 6.17, he says I carry the scars of Jesus On my own body Now the word for scar there Is stigma Have you ever heard of stigmata? Mm-hmm. They, yep. That was like the piercing, that what they called the mark of Jesus' crucifixion in his hands and feet Now the Strong's Concordance Definition it's from a primary um, Greek word called stizo. It means to stick or to prick. Um, it's a mark that was incised or punched, and it was done uh, to, it's like a recognition of ownership. And figuratively, it's a scar or service, of, of like a mark, a mark mm-hmm. of service. So a description goes like this. It's a mark pricked in or branded on the body to ancient Oriental usage, slaves and soldiers bore the name or the stamp of their master or commander. It would be branded or pricked or cut into their bodies to indicate what master or general that they belonged to. And there were even some devotees of various different gods and religions who would stamp themselves in this way to say that I belong to this this or that god or whatever. Mm. So it was like um, a voluntary, willing um, submission by accepting this mark in their bodies to say I'm owned by this particular God goddess or a general in the army um, or this is my owner as a slave mm. and it was a willing one and so that's basically Paul was was basically, Saying this, I bear these marks mm. of Jesus Christ in my body. He's saying stigma. Now, if you have a, a read through the epistles, you discover that Paul was flogged, he was stoned, he was beaten, <laughs> he was shipwrecked. I mean, the man I think was probably covered in scars, mm. but none of them were piercings. Yet he has claimed those scars as though they are a piercing to identify with Christ, mm. and I, I he also said in numerous different places that I am a slave of Christ, I am a bond slave, he is my master, we are bought with a price, we are owned, we are not our own anymore. So he had this, this ongoing use of language to associate himself as a bond slave, willingly taking the marks, the stigma on his body, so that when people look at him, they identify him with Christ. Yeah. It's um that's amazing to me.
0: No, oh, absolutely. And I guess you can see and because as it says he willingly took that, you know, so when he was beaten it was like he was doing it, you know, with thanksgiving, yes. saying I'm doing this because I want to be identified with Christ.
1: Yeah, exactly. But the other thing too is that if you look at the life of Jesus Christ himself, he had permanent scars as well. Now when he went into Gethsemane and he was praying on the night that he was arrested, Make no mistake, he didn't particularly want to go through with it. Remember his prayer? He said, God, if there is any way, if yeah. there is any other way that we can make salvation happen <laughs> for the world, yeah. please let this cut pass from me. But not my will, but yours be done. Yeah. It, and I I like what Dr. Missler I like referencing Dr. Missler because he was he was just a, a champion of the word. But the truth is, if there was any other way that we could be saved, then Jesus died in vain. Mm. You know, the world will tell you that you can be saved in any, any number of ways. Or it will tell you that all religions are the same. And we all worship the same God, but just in different ways. We just call him different things. But if they deny Christ, if Christ is taken out, if substitutionary atonement is taken out, then Jesus... Died in vain. It was for nothing. He mm. he didn't need to die if that was the case. So why did he? Yeah. And uh, we must never ever underestimate the power of the cross mm. and its necessity. Not my will, but yours be done. And he willingly was pierced. He was literally pierced to the timber.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: And he bears in his body to this day. Remember after the resurrection, and he appeared in a locked room. Actually, it's in it's in John. Uh, 20, 19 and 20, it says, On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came, stood among them, and he said to them, Peace be with you. And you'd want to say, Peace be with you, because they would have been a bit scared, I <laughs> yeah. think, if you just turned up. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. He was resurrected in a glorified body, but he retains his scars. Yeah. He's got those scars. For all eternity, they will be a reminder to all of us of the price that he paid. Mm. He took them willingly. Paul, now if Jesus is the master and a slave is not greater than his master and Paul is saying, I am a bond slave to my master, then I will willingly take in my body the scars, the stigmata, the piercing, Mm. the cutting. However, that was, you know, presented and worked out in Paul's life. And he says, I bear these, you know, not as a mark of pride in himself, but because I want to be associated with Christ because Mm. I belong to him. So the piercing, that's the first element of this. Then, of course, you think, well, what on earth is the door? Why did it have to be a piercing up against the door? Well, if you look again at the, um, you do a study on doors, you know, that's actually a fascinating study all by itself, (laughs) But Jesus said twice in John 10, he said, I am the door. Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. And then in uh, verse 9 of chapter 10, it says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. So what is a door? A door is an entry point or an exit point. It's a transitional point. You go from one environment to another when you go through a door. Mm. Remember, he said that you know a hireling, you know, is not interested in the care of the sheep, and he also said you can't come in any other way. You can't climb in over the wall and mm. make your own way in. Again, this obliterates this theory of, um, you know, all roads lead to the same God, universalism. There is one way. There is one door. His name is Jesus Christ. You come in through Him. Or you actually don't come in at all.
0: Yeah. And he calls himself the narrow way too. So it's the the narrow Skinny way through. <laughs> it's not, the, it's not the, the broad way that leads to death. No,
1: no, not at all. And so if you've got this piercing, so you've got these marks in your flesh that associate you. I am a slave of Christ and I come in through him. He is the door. It's like you're pierced to him. You're attached to him and you literally have surrendered your entire life. As a slave, you don't have any rights anymore. You don't get to call the shots anymore. Mm. You don't get to say where you go, what you do, when you go to sleep, when you eat, or what you eat. If you're a slave, you do exactly what your master tells you. The difference is, is that our master is a good master, and he looks after his, his children. He, he's, he's adopted them into his own family. He meets every need and he takes good care of them. And their, you know, their eternal security is absolutely assured. So he is the door. He's this transitional way.
0: We're running out of time in this program, but we're going to have to come back and explore this some more in another program because I know that there is some very interesting rituals that uh, take place in the temple with priests and lepers. And I'm keen to find out more about that, but we'll need to do that next time.
1: I know you wouldn't actually think that Mm, there was some kind of a connection between a priest and a leper, but there really is. And it's fascinating with regard to slavery, bond slaves, and freedom.
0: And there's a connection with ears as well and all that, so we'll explore it more. We'll do it next time on Foundation.